This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. And I'm Ethan. Hey, welcome back to the show, Ethan. Thanks. We're trying to make these happen, you know what I mean? Right. Just trying, trying to make this a thing. Yeah, yeah, where you come in and we yeah. talk about something a little headier than normally, you know. Oh, get yeah, into it. it's a very heady topic we have today. Soft reboots <laughs> have, you know, a real impact, and uh, mm. so we are going to be talking about them. I, you know, the fact, the fact is, look, we're not curing cancer here. We're not even <laughs> installing, you know, constitutional democracies. We're simply talking about comic books and movies. Yeah. But, uh, you know, sharing those opinions uh, influence other opinions and so forth. Mm. There's a, you know, there, there's, a, there's a trickle-down effect, yeah. and I think it's way more effective than the economic portion of the trickle-down. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, welcome to the show. We're going to be talking about soft reboots. And the proliferation, and whether those are good or bad, through the lens of the Ghostbusters 2020 Afterlife trailer that was yeah. dropped. We haven't seen the movie, because no one's seen the movie, because it's not done it's yet. It's not done, yeah. Not, clearly not done. No. It's clearly not even close to done. <laughs> I, th- I think they are, I mean, no, they said they well, were done shooting. Well, either that, or they're just like... No, I think they're burying I guess they're, the lead. They're, yeah, they're holding back this is most of their stuff well un, well unlike most of the marching orders at sony pictures they're actually doing something like smart mm-hmm. and thinking forward sure. don't worry it is sony yeah so the next trick because like well so we'll talk about that in a second but before we do i wanted to mention this show is sponsored by viewers like you out there if you're watching the show live sorry if you're watching this after the fact or listening to it but uh, you know what you still enjoy the show <laughs> uh but you know we're, we're talking about uh about the show and we wanted to mention that like if you are watching the show live if you use the super chats you can ask a question make a comment and the proceeds go to fund this 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 whole grand experiment yeah. that has been feeding me for the last few years right and uh, we'll answer the super chat oh yeah no that yeah. too <laughs> no we're just gonna they'll, those will be there for posterity right and right. we'll never look you at you can them. ask a question uh, put a comment in whatever you yeah know, we won't you know you don't get anything no we're like not gonna it. respond to it or look at it or anything. no we will no, we do yeah. keep keep you know so, so don't if, yeah. be discouraged. Right. Uh, but yeah. It might take us a little while, though. It will, yeah. Especially when I'm on, I think you people get, get distracted they, from Well, yeah, them. well, we do, yeah, well, we wind up talking for a while. Uh, but, yeah, but we always catch up and find them and, and answer them. So. Yeah. Like Valentino G says, yay, Ethan. All right. <laughs> I love that comment. I, <laughs> yay, Ethan. Yay. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Uh, so, yeah. The, uh, the Ghostbusters trailer came out. So, okay. Yeah. Ghostbusters is funny because, like, I talked to Eric Burnham and Dan Schoening, the creative force behind Ghostbusters, for the last six years or so, mm-hmm. uh, maybe longer. Uh, Ghostbusters it, comics. In comics. Yeah. Uh, Which well, is all that's... That's all that's left of it. Happening this, right now. You know, yeah. That's all that's been for Ghostbusters uh, since literally 1989. Yeah. Uh, well, well the, the cartoons. Movies. Well, yeah, I guess Extreme Ghostbusters would be the last thing before that. <laughs> Remember Extreme Ghostbusters? Yeah. Oh, I don't because I didn't watch it. I saw that. Sh- I saw the opening credit. And went no. Plus, yeah. no shows that had extreme in the name. That's the thing. I, I was already staying away from them by the time. Extreme I was like Ghostbusters 12. to me looked like Godzilla the the animated series. Where I was like, no, I didn't even know that. Oh was yeah, a thing. based on Godzilla, Matthew Broderick, and everything. Oh god, they make friends with one of the babies and whatnot. It's a whole thing. Hey, if they can make an animated show out of the mask, why not Godzilla? I can't believe I watched some of the mask. Yeah, yeah. You know, Rob Paulson plays uh, the mask. Yako Warner. Oh, okay. And, and everyone else. 
Uh, it's pretty good. There's a weird yeah. like running gag in the, the mask. The mask is not bad. That's a good idea. He's a cartoon. Yeah. Making a cartoon character is not a leap in logic. Godzilla right. 2000. Well, no. Godzilla 2000 is the movie that the Japanese made in response right. yeah. You're to the of, Godzilla what movie. Is it, Godzilla 96? No, it was, it, I, think it was, I think it was 2000. I don't think so. It was either 1998 or 2000. It was, tell, tell us, what year was yeah, what the year Godzilla did the Matthew, Matthew Broderick, Broderick in it? Godzilla movie? You know, that was, uh, I think it was Roland Emmerich who made that movie. I believe so. It was the big one after Independence Day, as I recall. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Independence Day was what, 97? 97. 96, 97. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say 98 then. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's 98, 99. In any case, the CG looks worse than it does in Jurassic Park. So, yeah, uh, yeah, but Extreme Ghostbusters, no. (laughs) Oh, no, the mask. Hashtag no. Yeah, Yeah. the mask. Okay, so in the mask. 98, according to that. Thank you. Thanks, RS. Uh, so, yeah, in, in the Mask animated series, there's, like, a weird running gag. I think there's at least two, if not three, in which the Mask will transform into Ripley from Aliens using the mech suit and say the line, get away from her, you bitch, but he'll say a different word that rhymes with bitch. Like witch? Like witch or snitch or glitch. Like, he will... And he... I think the last nice. one he said was like glitch. Like he just said some made up word because like at that point he's like, are we really going to do this again? We're going to reference aliens again in this children's animated cartoon. That no one's freaking watching in the first place. No. So yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, extreme ghostbusters was a cartoon that was in that same time and place. Oddly enough, not a bad show from what I understand. No, oh, really ghost heads are big fans of it. Oh. Uh, but that's all getting back to the fact that there was a uh, there was an episode of the Elseworlds Exchange in which I interviewed the two creative geniuses right. behind the cartoon, the comic book series from IDW Publishing, uh, and it w- it's one of our lowest viewed episodes of the Elseworlds Exchange ever. Oh. I know. And, and for me, that says, like, no one cares about Ghostbusters. Now, when I say nobody, I mean, like, you don't care about Ghostbusters. Right. Our I'm, fans. It's yeah. just that our fans don't It's just don't that you guys don't give a shit, and you're hurting me personally by not watching. <laughs> but no, for real, uh, the, uh, but I, I was worried about putting Ghostbusters on the cover, but the yeah. fact is, like, the, the trailer is so popular at this point. Hey, why not strike while the iron's hot? Yeah. If you think that I'm not going to do a Ghostbusters book when that movie comes out, you got another thing coming. <laughs> that being said, Star Wars, though, I'm probably going to skip that for not back gonna, issues. Yeah, I'm not going to do a tie-in with Rise of Skywalker because uh, uh, we did Boba Fett for the tie-in with Mandalorian. Again, lowest one in like, a, in like yeah, two months. Yeah. And I'm like, that's Boba Fett. If, if, the, if the trumped up inflated value of Boba Fett can't help us out, right. then me doing Dark Empire 2 will certainly not help you. No, no. Uh, but... Yeah, uh, that being said, um, the reason why I was worried about doing Ghostbusters now is because of that episode, but that was the last time we talked about Ghostbusters on this channel, but we're going to use Ghostbusters as kind of a lens to talk about the soft reboot. Right. That makes sense. Uh, but before we do that, let's talk about the actual trailer. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to focus in tight, and then we're going to expand it out. That's right, like, yeah. a, like, a, like, a, like the birth of the universe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, everything collapses, and then, yeah. and then, you know, under the intense pressure of, of content yeah it explodes into an, in, you know into a into a rich carnival complex of uh, system of reality life. yeah know. reality itself so uh yeah but anyway <laughs> um th- so what do you think of the trailer uh just just opinions i was, I, I have complex thoughts on it mm-hmm. as a as a tr- movie trailer in general i thought it was like pretty good mm-hmm. uh pretty well made I was disappointed that I didn't get to see any of the Ghostbusters in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I figured that, like, that's a deliberate thing. They're yeah. like, well, they're old, <laughs> and we're trying to get new people new to watch people it. in, and we're trying to do, like, a totally different thing. So it's going to be like uh, like a kid's, like a... Like a Stranger Things. Like Stranger Things, like um, Super 8. Like it. It. 
yeah, that kind of movie. And I'm yes. like, that makes sense that you try to do that. Because right. Because that is very popular right now. It's also derivative and obvious, but... True. I mean, the fact that Finn Wolfhard is in it. Finn Wolfhard? W- Wolfhard. Who's that? That's the kid from Stranger Things. Oh, yes. It. Yeah. He's also in this. Names. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard it a thousand they times. They just cast that guy. They're like, yeah. oh, fuck it. I'm Sony. Yeah. I'm the laziest. Yeah. Lazy cast. Like, look, we made a real movie, okay? So we're the least we can. You gotta, yeah. you gotta at least let us cast the Stranger Things kid. Yeah. <laughs> where are we going to be? Where, where can I cut corners? Can it be with the kid? I'll tell you what. We'll cast a good female actress for the little girl, and we'll just cast Finn Wolfhard as the, as the boy. There you go. Get those butts in the seats. He's actually pretty good. Yeah, he's like I'm not gonna argue. He's actually a good. He he looks weird, but he's a good actor. Yeah. So okay. He's not a leading. He's not a leading man. But then again, he's not even a man yet. Yeah. (laughs) True. Technically, man. So he's a leading boy. Yeah, Yeah. a best boy, if you will. (laughs) That's That's what that credit means in the trailer. But no, for real. uh, (laughs) What'd you think? I loved it. I I thought it was great, and the reason why I loved it was because um, number one. Uh, not mincing words here, 2016 Ghostbusters was one of the worst movies probably I've ever seen. Um, and, and because it's not just like, oh, it ruined the thing that I like. It mm-hmm. also was just just objectively not fun. It was like an Adam Sandler movie. Like a, a recent Adam Ad- Sandler. Yeah. It was like Jack and Jill. It was, it was like, it was like uh, what's that movie um, with, with his son, with Andy Samberg, where he plays his son. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah, it's like that. No, I, didn't, I didn't see it. No, no. no. But uh, in any case... Uh, that movie did so much to like strengthen my hatred of Sony, and also yeah. like make me go like, oh, well, Ghostbusters is dead. Yeah. Like it cost one hundred and forty million dollars to make that movie. Many questionable decisions. So many, movie. but like also obvious. Like, okay, well, Chris Hemsworth's hot. We'll put him in the movie. Like, yeah. what are you doing? But this was like a tra- and the trailer. You know, the trailer for twenty sixteen Ghostbusters. If you remember tried to make you think it was a sequel to Ghostbusters because it was like 30 years ago there were four yes. scientists and then it, it was like out. no it's a total reboot and they yeah. told you it was a reboot ahead of time so you're like watching the trailer and you're like wait did you go back on it is it really a sequel yeah. no 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 we're, we're talking about like in your life yeah 30 years ago for you this but happened in, but and now, we want you to remember that and use those feelings and then, and then and, apply them, and to, and this apply them to this totally new thing which is not that yeah this flat <laughs> this flat terrible like static shot movie that is just like all the outtakes from the forty-year-old virgin, but with only the women in it. Yeah, it's the outtakes from several movies. Probably, yes, probably like bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Because Paul, well, Paul Feig made that movie. Uh, yeah, so. and then made into a movie. Right. Yeah, I strung together a whole bunch with, of outtakes with garish special effects. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah. They didn't even invent the trap. You know, they can't even catch a ghost. Like in that entire movie. Oh yeah. They can never catch that's one. That's different. I'm like, that's not even close to anything. Yeah, no, we're doing something totally different. But that doesn't. But then, how do they stop ghosts then? You just zapped them. We will obliterate them, I right? I don't really know. I don't that remember. Sucks. They're they... supposed to be dead people. You're obliterating these people anyway. Yeah, well. <laughs> the, 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 hey, you do it in the Ghostbusters game. There's yes. some of the ghosts they just get blown up. No, you always smash them against the ground, and then you. No, then you no, trap those them. are the regular ghosts. There's there's another type. Oh that yeah, it's like I don't remember the term they use. Mm-hmm. But well, no, like see, causes them to cease to exist or pushes them back into another reality. I think I don't you're right. Remember. That was actually one of my pitches for a Ghostbusters comic. Oh, yeah? Was that there was a there was a rival upstart at the same college as, like, Egon and uh, Ray and, 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 uh, and Peter mm-hmm. that was, like, an actually good student. That was, that was, and he's like, no, they're, they're, they're a problem. We need to get rid of them. So right. he, like, he, he makes them just corporeal. 
Right, right, right. And, uh, and, and so, you know. Yeah, that's horrifying and also, like, a good pitch. And also, it's also more like what a real exterminator does. R yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're not doing that. You're, you're a catch-and-release group. Yeah, but that's then not you really keep, a thing. Yeah, no exterminating group goes to houses, catches rats, then brings them to their house, and then puts them in a cage full of more rats. <laughs> the only thing you're going to make is a rat king, and then you're going to get... And then I, the idea was that, like, the, the containment unit explodes, and then, like, there's a rat king of ghosts. <laughs> That was that was my idea. Yeah. So anyway, but but the point is, uh, then cut to this trailer. Mm. This is a movie, and that's why I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like they were like, okay, Harold Ramis is dead, and he's one quarter of the Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. and co-wrote all of them except for the bad one, which is fine. Which is like saying he didn't he didn't do that. Um, but he's so integral and, and important, and literally, you know, there was only four main characters. Everyone's favorite is, you know, going to be... Well, it's not everyone, but most people's favorite is going to be one of them. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you're getting rid of one of them off the bat. Yeah. So let's play with that problem and be like, okay, he's dead. Now yeah. what? Right. So we'll use that as the plot. Yeah. But it, it, I liked that it, he, he's in there because it's like, we're not just doing a movie with only three of them. Well, There's and we're three not... of them, and we're, but we're also, like, making the absence of the fourth one like integral to right. what happens in the movie exactly. and I do like that it's like he's there well and it's yeah respect. well he's he's the driving force so yeah. no matter even if he doesn't even if you have a scene with Sigourney Weaver Bill Murray Ernie Hudson Dan Aykroyd like you know everyone in uniforms shooting like proton packs which I don't think you'll see in that movie <laughs> but even if you do you'll feel that Egon is there in some way mm -hmm. If not also resurrected as a freaking ghost from the estate of Harold Ramis, which I also anticipate is going to happen, he'll be like, "Sorry," and then go away. Like it'll be the end where like they trap all the ghosts, and he'll be like, "Goodbye." Yeah, maybe you did it. Maybe. You solved yeah. the mystery Thanks, of my heart, kids. Yeah, now my spirit can, can be go free. I really expect that to happen, and I'm like no. that. But I but I love this trailer, so I'm just going to focus on how good this trailer is. But the idea here being that they're making a real movie. They're like, okay, so yeah. Harold Ramis is dead. Egon's dead. What does that mean? Right. And it's 30 years later. So, like, let's not – and let's not focus on, like, what happens when, when, when Egon's friends are all in their 70s and they're lonely. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not a movie anyone wants to see. <laughs> Nobody wanted to see a movie like that when it was Ghostbusters 3 in 1999. Mm -hmm. And they were still too fucking old. Right. Like, and and actually, I like that because okay, it's a movie, right? It's a story about like Egon's family, well, pr presumably it's Egon's family. Like, let's yeah, say, obviously, it's not yes. very the lead here, yeah. but like it's Egon's family there, and and they've inherited his home. Like, and it's not a home. I I think it's a, a property he bought when he was like got, when he got full into a re like the research of the Shandors and the whole like resurrection of Gozer and the and the and the concept of like where ghosts come from. Like yeah. he got really into his research and he's like, okay, well I'll use my money, I'll buy out of Ghostbusters and I'll buy this ranch that's near this place that is a hotbed for paranormal activity and figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then he died. Or or disappeared mysteriously. Right. I'm gonna I hope he's dead. I hope it's not that like he was experimenting with trap technology and he got sucked into a trap. Like Oh God. No, because he's because he is dead, so like You'd only do that if you're going to bring him back at the end. Right, but he's not. because yeah, he's dead. Exactly. Hopefully, they don't just CG in a live version of him. That would be worse than a ghost version of him. I agree. Because at least a ghost version of him wouldn't look 
wrong. Well, also, you, <laughs> you would you would have screwed it up because like he's still gonna be dead though. Like yeah. if you make it so that no, we saved him. Well, what are you gonna do with the next movie? Right. He's still yeah, dead though. He's, yeah. You're gonna no. keep just well, make him dead. Make sure to allocate thirty million dollars to just resurrect Harold Ramis and you know get Maurice Lamarche to do the voice. Doesn't matter. Like no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, I but. Don't think but it's a real movie with like a real story about these characters and like I care about those characters even if I don't really have much to go on mm. and they were really smart about not showing you the original Ghostbusters being like like you could have easily done like the like you know hollow ghostly music or sound effect and like it fades in an image of each of them looking con- concerned <laughs> Yeah. Like I, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, like, just for a second. Oh, Annie Potts. Oh. No. Like, you could have done that if you had no integrity. And for some reason, it actually has, like, plenty of it. And it's like, no, we're not going to do that. Like, they're all in it. Right. They're all in it. Yeah. They've already said. The only person yeah. that's not in it is Rick Moranis. Right. Which is inexplicable. Yeah. I hear he's retired. His yeah. wife died many years ago. It's yeah. time to come back, man. You're it's funny. Whole, it's a whole thing. But you know what? You don't need him. No. Louis Tully was fun, and I love him. Yeah. But, like... And he's the best part of Ghostbusters 2? Yeah. I got my law degree in night school. Well, that's fine, Lewis. We were arrested tonight. Yeah, what's, what's interesting about that character is, like, if they had never made Ghostbusters 2, he, I yeah. feel like no one would expect him to be in that. It's like, well, no, he was just a character in that movie. He lived in that building. Dana yeah. moved. Yeah. It's like... That's it. Yeah. But because he was in both of them, it's like, well, he's been in all the Ghostbusters movies. And so. in the cartoon. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So... Well, so he's also. It is a little weird that he's not there, but like, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have liked to see them in yes. the trailer. I wouldn't have wanted that. But I that's just the only thing like, that they could have done. A shot from the movie. What's of amazing them, is like saying something funny. No. <laughs> no. I because because I want to see. I want to be like. I want to know. Or have it, ahead of time, if it's going to be crappy. It's going to be garbage. No, because like, I, I think the fact they're not in it is an indication that it's not going to be garbage. Because they didn't oh, do it's a the trick easy well, it to make be, you think that's not garbage. It could be a trick. I mean, but it, but they shot a lot of interesting things to trick you. Like they've, it's like we, okay, we want to trick them, but we want to make what we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna hide it in a good movie. Like well, no, we're here's gonna the problem. Accidentally here's make the a good problem. movie. If if Bill Murray just phones it in and there's no good shots of him, that's gonna. It doesn't matter what else you do. That's gonna ruin the movie. He so, phoned in the video game. Yeah. He literally did. Yeah, but that's a video game. Like, no, but like he did. He left halfway through recording his lines, which is why he says "ow." That was "ow" there a hundred fifty times. That's his so only funny. reaction to being heard in that's the funny, game. That's because that's the most memorable thing about that game for me is like his repetitive dialogue. Oh my god! Because I, I, I heard it so many times, I can't forget I, it. Yeah, I, I I'm like, oh my god, Bill. <laughs> And then I found out he, like, went, okay, well, I'm done. I'm out. And they're like, we still have, like, two hours. We still have 12 hours worth of dialogue. He's like, are you shitting me? <laughs> nope. Well, no. Did I record all my dialogue where I'm in the cutscenes? Then I'm out. Like, ugh. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad they're not in it. I'm, I'm, I want them to be in the next, into this movie. Yeah. But I also don't want it to be egregious. Like, I would love for this to be. You don't want it to be about them? No. Hmm. No, I want it to be about these new people. Interesting. I want like, it to be about... I love the Ghostbusters. Yeah. I want them to come back. Yeah. But, like, it's never going to... Ghostbusters 3, if you go back to, like, 1997, was never going to be about those guys. Because well, Ghostbusters, to the people who... to Columbia, want, To Columbia <laughs> and then Sony, uh, the Ghostbusters was a, was a comedy film. The, yeah. the only reason why Ghostbusters works is because the universe that they created is so unique and special, but set against the real world mm-hmm. and the chemistry of those three actors. Yeah. Without them, you still have a neat premise, but as we've proven based on like the longevity of Ghostbusters, 
it only really attracts a niche audience. Yeah. The, only, the reason why it has mass appeal is because of the chemistry and the humor of actual Ghostbusters. What they were planning on doing, and I remember this forever, because I've been a Ghostbusters fan forever, when they were planning it like in, in the 90s, they were like, well, obviously we need to get four comedic actors. And like the plan was like Chris Farley, Adam Sandler, David Spade. Like we'll get the people who are funny today. I remember they asked Will Smith at one point in like 96, 97, they asked Will Smith oh if he would be in it. And he said, he said, no, I won't be in it, but I will do a Ghostbusters song for you. And they were like, pass. <laughs> Can you imagine his ha-ha Ghostbusters song? I guarantee be better than that awful was it Fallout Boy who did the 2016 Ghostbusters song? Oh my song? god, that's right. Yeah, it would be better than that. It would be better than at that. At least it would be. Well, the 90s Will Smith who yeah. was like, you know, you gotta admit, as terrible as Wild Wild West is, <laughs> that song. song, which is of course derivative in and of itself, but still. It's fun. Yeah. It's absurd. Right? But that's part of the appeal, so like, yeah. Yeah. The I, other the other irony, by the I way. Now I want to hear the Will Smith Ghostbusters Me song. too. You know, if you're if you're Will Smith, you know, singing is different from like making a whole movie. So it's not like, if you're Kevin Smith, you like just go ahead and make Clerks 3 for fun. Like, mm-hmm. no. But if you're Will Smith, like, you can just record a Ghostbusters song. Yeah. Like, you, you, they should just, do, they should do that. Right? They should get, they should not tell anybody. Yeah. And get him to do it. Mm. Based on the fact that there was rumors and, and, and they had asked him to do it. They should, ask every, they should have to ask every hot artist of each decade they were going to make a Ghostbusters 3 to do a Ghostbusters song. Yeah. And then just oh, to, the... to collab. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> we are the world. <laughs> Where he, like, he dro- like Will drops out and then, like, I don't know, Sarah McLaughlin drops in. Like, you know, so- <laughs> somebody from that uh, era. Hole plays a song. <laughs> I'm just thinking of people who did songs yeah, for, for James Bond. Yeah, uh, You know, but no. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, we're, uh, so the point is, the trailer I think was really good. Right. I, I really liked it, and it was like it was its own thing. But yes. you need the you need. But see, my concern, yeah, is that I knew they were gonna do this. I knew it was gonna be like, oh, it's the it's young young people picking up the ghost. I heard that too. Like, they were like, it's kids. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Well, the problem for me is that it's like that's not inherently a bad thing, but. It suggests that their focus is on building a franchise because we know we know they are that di- that that Sony, Sony is like desperate for some kind of franchise, and I like I don't I don't like that yeah. as the driving force behind a film. Me either. That sucks. I agree. And oh, they I, created I, when they created 2016 Ghostbusters, they made a whole company called Ghost Core. Yeah, that was going to handle the movies. They were going to make a CG l- movie starring the original Ghostbusters, like getting everybody back. Mm-hmm. Be like, there, see, like, what are you crazy? <laughs> Yeah, so that that is, that is my concern. It's just that like that impetus is clearly there, and, and if it was just about the Ghostbusters, that'd be like impossible and insane. Yes. So it'd just be like, look, this is just a one. Right. one <laughs> Can you imagine if they were? Movie. No, I just wanted to make a movie. It's like Space Cowboys or uh, right. you know, uh, or Grumpy Old Ben. Yeah. You know, we're just we're just gonna use the comedic antics of these actors, and it's like the ghost. They're in a home. You know, like I don't yeah. know. That that's what I want. I want like a like a thirty million dollar yeah, that... movie with just the Ghostbusters. And there could be other characters, obviously, but sure. like that it's focused on on them and dealing with like being, being old. old and not and, and and the fact that their their whole driving force of their of their income was in, was was predicated on running around and being young. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't want to see that because the you know why because Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is a thing and as it turns uh, out I don't want to see Indiana Jones be old yeah but Indiana Jones did the same thing it got it was like oh we got to get the young 
the young guy, yeah, and the replacement going. We had in both. We had, we had old indie and young I, and replacement. That's what we're gonna have in but this those Ghostbusters were movie because they're gonna be in it, right? But both those things had George Lucas a bit. <laughs> well, that is a key difference. Yeah. Well, and also like Shia LaBeouf, who is objectively terrible. <laughs> Yeah, and I know that like people are gonna be like, "Oh, that's actually subjective." You don't mean that, and I'm like, "No, I don't." I'm being a jo- making yeah. a joke, but like, name five projects you think Shia LaBeouf has been great in. I guarantee he's been in ten. The one you're thinking of is Holes. He's great in Holes. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, no, I don't want to see them be old. I mean, like, well, we're going gonna. to. Yeah. yeah, but I don't want to be about them farting and like peeing and no, bags. that's what I don't want that. Well, that's what you're gonna get yeah. because that's the only thing that Hollywood thinks is funny when it comes to old people or them having sex with Aubrey Plaza or somebody. <laughs> you know, Bad Grandpa starring Robert De Niro. Yes, or Bad Santa. Or Bad Santa. With, uh, old. What's his face? Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Yeah. Did Bad that, Ghostbusters. Was that what the Space Cowboys was? Was like like old diaper jokes no, and but, so forth? No, but, well, I think they did make diaper jokes because, of course, like you have to wear Well, they're in space, so it's like, yeah, but oh, they were, I already wear one that, every day I, anyway. I think that's Clint Eastwood's joke. I think he says that in the trailer <laughs> for Space Cowboys. Uh, the jokes write themselves. They really do. Uh, you know, but I, well, so what are you, uh, well, anyway. Okay. The, <laughs> the, po- the point is, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm almost proud of them. Uh-huh. Like Sony's like, I made a real movie. Yeah, and you know what? Like if they you did made make it, a real movie. and the irony, of course, being that Paul Rudd's also in it, and you mm-hmm. could have gotten Paul Rudd in '97, mm-hmm. 2007, that's right, 2017, and yeah. you could have been a Ghostbuster anymore. That's true. He could have actually been the only Ghostbuster. Yeah, <laughs> arguably right now is the best time to get him, which yeah. is kind of weird given like where he is that in he's his 50? career. Yeah. yeah, but he's like hotter now than he's ever been. I know it's it's outrageous. It is, but uh, yeah. Him, though. <laughs> Should we do some super chats before yeah, we move we should, on? Yeah, we should. Yeah, spread from, this out. So we talked about the Ghostbusters trailer. Yeah. Uh, uh, Luke Verillo says, "Hooray! It's Elseworlds Exchange Day. After No Time to Die, which is the upcoming James Bond movie. Yes. How does Sony soft reboot Bond again, like Casino Royale, or a totally different direction? Don't soft reboot that. Like, well, every James Bond no. is, is a soft reboot. The, the this uh... current James Bond franchise, the 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 Craig Bond, has been one narrative." Well, Craig Bond has, yeah, but every time they do a new Bond, they, they reset things. They reset. Like, well, they don't hand, no, they don't because they, pass they, the torch from one Bond no, to the No, but next. they've kept, like, They M, have kept some things, yes. You know, yeah. uh, Felix, they've kept, like, they keep characters. Yes, and that is interesting, but they never reference the prior Bond. No, they don't. But that's, that, for me, that's, like, close to a soft reboot because if it's the same M, it's the same Q, th- yeah. then it's just, we've just replaced Bond. And yeah. maybe and but, did they? But I don't know if they always do that. Like with Pierce Brosnan Bond, was there any carryover? Yeah, there's a new M. There's well, yeah, and Q. Oh, Q is the same. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Q's the same until yeah. The, okay, yeah. yeah. So they do kind of bridge them. They do well, that's and true. and in 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 Goldeneye, they say, like she's like you're a relic. Like yes. you've been around, and I don't like you. Right. So right. she's referencing, referencing that his he role. had prior adventures. Mm-hmm. That's true. And we're and we the viewer are supposed but, to indicate those. I know those adventures. I saw but those. But for adventures. me, it's not a soft reboot because that implies that they're basically that it's the same guy, right? But it's a different for actor. Years. Which yeah. to me is not a soft reboot. A soft reboot is we're not recasting the the main no, I character agree in the middle of it. So well, I don't know what that well, is. Well, but I think I guess that, it's a different kind of soft reboot. I think it is a different kind of soft reboot because it is a soft reboot in tar- in terms of we expect you to carry over the baggage of the previous yes. thing. Yeah, you you are supposed to think that the other ones happened. Yes. In the history of the universe that you're in. Right. 
And it's not like Casino Royale and the Craig Bonds is, I think, the most like a reboot. Yes. Except yes. that M is still Judy Dench. Yes. <laughs> which is actually the most frustrating and confusing it's, because it Casino Royale, he's new. Yeah. He's fresh Bond. Yeah. Which, uh, if you wanted to say, and I, they could have done it with Skyfall, and they didn't. But 007 is a designation. Yes. When you, if you're a man and you become 007, you change your name, and your name is James Bond. James Bond, now. yes. And we've had James Bonds throughout. Maybe that did they just that ruled they out. They never in say the, that. In the Daniel Craig Bond. I, I think they. I don't. I, I well. I think that they don't. Have, they. They. They go out of their way to not explain it, which I think is their way of saying that that's not how it is. Right. Right. But right. They. They don't consciously decide to do that. That's more like a fan theory. Yes. That like is not explicitly necessarily refuted. Although there's flashbacks in Casino Royale to when he's younger, and yeah. if they call him Bond there, then like then it's out the window. Yeah. Plus Bond's whole backstory because they were like, oh, Bourne's a thing when we started this. Yeah. So you have a tragic backstory like fucking Jason Bourne. Yeah. Well, but that's arguably what they do all the time because they're always updating it with like modern. No, tropes. I know you're right. You know. Yeah. But uh, in in terms of your question, Luke. <laughs> the second super chat of the day. Yeah. Uh, I would say cast somebody, like, I would have cast, like, Ewan McGregor a couple of years ago. Hmm. And been like, you're going to be the yeah. uh, the Roger Moore type Bond. And we're going to do, like, more goofy. Hmm. Like, we're going to do it a little more, like, almost science fiction where it's like, you're going to, you're never going to bleed. Right. You know, like, but I, I think that's the way to go. Definitely don't just do it some more. Like, I wouldn't cast another, like, short blonde like feisty british guy no, no, who's no, going to no. keep up the hard edge bond like i would go going to do di- different yeah, i go different. full suave yeah and just do it a different way and get a different director like don't don't just get somebody who knows how to make it like yeah. make it like more stylized and i go super stylized with it right yeah i i, I think you know what i might try to do what they did in terms of like what, maintaining the continuity and so forth yeah. i might try to do what they did with the casino royale which is maybe keep over like M, mm-hmm. um, and which I think is Ray Fiennes. Yes, it's Ray Fiennes now. Which is great, which idea. is great. Yeah, just keep him. Yeah, and then and then did, it, did the other one happen? Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, you didn't care the last eleven <laughs> movies. Why right. are you suddenly giving a yeah. shit now? Yeah, well, that's how I that I agree with that. Yeah. By the way, you know who'd be a great palate cleanser, Bond director? Hmm. Quentin Tarantino. Oh my God, what? I would love to see a. Quentin the problem Tarantino with that is every subsequent movie, if it's not done by him, would have to be. No, it'd be a different thing. It'd be a one-off. Yeah, Bond. Just like I've always, I've always maintained. But they've until, never done that. Well, they've never intentionally. Done no, they've never intentionally done that. <laughs> but they've they've done that kind of like when Lazenby showed up, yes. they were like, oh, never mind. Right. Let's try and fix this. Yeah. Uh, but I, but Tarantino, and not, not just because I like think QT is the greatest director of all time. I don't. Mm-hmm. I've hated the last three movies he's made. Mm-hmm. But like. I think that he would infuse this sense of like nostalgia and freshness and such a distinctively different voice that it would be like, well, obviously this is not any of the things that mm. I've been seeing. And it's like I've always maintained before the Disney acquisition, the next Batman movie should have been Batman versus Predator because then you're like, oh, I get it. Like, we're not doing that anymore. Mm, yeah, like, it's yeah. not Bale. It's not this. Yeah. Like, it's just we're something else. Away. Yeah, it's like yeah. versus Predator. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, you you know, you make it for, like, 60 million bucks and you just have a good time. Yeah. Well, and you're, you're demonstrating to audiences that, like, no. Batman no, can do anything. Yeah, we're going to do whatever we want here. Don't cling to the past. Right. It's you, not just that. Because then, if it did make, like, $200, $300 million, you could then do a new Batman franchise. It's in, like, a DC cinematic universe. But keep making Batman Predator sequels if you wanted to. Right. Uh, but anyway, Super Casual Plebe just helping us out. Thank you very much. Uh, Dukan says, Money for my favorite channel and support for an Ethan episode. Uh, thinking in light of the, all the 80s reboots, what is something in the 90s that's worth a redo? Oh. Uh, what about Reboot. 
the show. Reboot the show? They did reboot it for Netflix, and it was a travesty. Yeah. But, that uh, was, yeah. That's how not to do a reboot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just crap all over the original thing. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, a 90s property that's worth a reboot that isn't, like, Power Rangers, which they also rebooted and also didn't work. Yeah. Um... Hmm. The Animaniacs is coming back, presumably. Yeah. Though I think that's not going to happen anymore because it was being made for Hulu, which is owned by Disney now, and it's right. a Warner Brothers property. There's no freaking way. I mean, they've already done some of them, right? They did Jurassic Park. Yep. You've got a soft reboot out of Jurassic Park. Yep. Which arguably, I think that's the way to go. If you were going to keep Jurassic yeah, Park going. that just... worked very well. Yeah. People like that movie. I wouldn't even call it a soft reboot. Like, that's what's so frustrating. When I watched, like, the Jay and Silent Bob <sighs> movie recently, yeah. they call Force Awakens a soft reboot, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Well, like I know that it's basically just the same template as A New Hope. Yes, but it's also deliberately and demonstrably a sequel to Star. It's another movie in the franchise. Yeah, but isn't that what a soft reboot is? You're right. rebooting it conceptually, right. but Without like tearing away. Because technically, that was Ghostbusters before. Two is also a soft reboot because it's the same friggin' movie all over again. <laughs> Literally, it's the same yeah, movie but shot it's, for shot. But it's not like tonally updated. No, much. no. <laughs> yeah. Whereas like Force Awakens definitely is. Yeah. Like it's a modern movie, but that might just be a factor of like the amount of time. I think it's just the fact that they were making it now. Yeah. They were like, well, we can't help but doing it. Plus, they had J.J. Abrams do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Star Trek had that, too. Soft Star- reboot from Star Trek. Yeah. Now, that's an interesting one because unlike uh, Force, Awakens. Force Awakens or Jurassic Park, it basically does obliterate what came before, but it still happened because of time travel. Yes. And alternate, like, realities. Right. It's actually worse than a soft reboot because it, it says not only is this, like, undoing what you liked – but the the thing you like can never happen again. <laughs> yeah, we destroyed it. We literally destroyed it. Yeah. it it'd be like, it, it actually be worse than the, like, wrecking Vulcan or blowing up Romulus. be like, no, in the wake, when Nero's ship goes through the, to- the, the wormhole, it, like, sends a shockwave that obliterates the reality <laughs> from, it, from its previous... Yeah, well, I mean, the reality of Star Wars that... Star Trek. The, Star Trek, the old Star Trek is as gone as Marty's nerdy parents in Back to the Future, which is to say forever gone. Yeah. They They are replaced by something new. Yeah, that time, Marty, when you and your parents like went to that like park you love because you couldn't (laughs) afford to go out to dinner. Yeah, that's those memories are yours and yours alone. You could never commiserate with anyone for that again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, is the ending of Back to the Future so great after all? (laughs) Yeah. You have to get filled in on the last 18 years of your life. Every common thing that you shared with your parents. Yeah, these are up. new people. These yeah. are the, the only thing you have in common with them is the adventure you shared with them for a few days in 1955, <laughs> which you can't tell them about. Yeah, like decades before <laughs> you were born or met them. Oh, man. Awkward Mexican says, love y'all, uh, love all y'all do. Sad, I can't watch live, gotta go to work. Well, that's oh. fair. You gotta. You probably went to work already, man. Yeah, and you're uh, not hearing this right now. No, so but it's... that's what the, the watch later feature is for. There you go. Exactly, man. So thank you for watching later. Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Lehman says, Paul Rudd is Oscar theory. Thoughts? Oscar being Dana Barrett's son? Oh. I hope not. Yeah, that would be... I think it's too much. Yeah. I remember everybody's like, oh, Oscar could be the next generation of Ghostbusters. I'm like, why would he do that? Interesting. Do you think he's going to be there? Because they're, they're almost going to have to say something about him. They Show can, a picture of him or something. Yeah, I mean, like, well, because Sigourney Weaver's in it. Right. So she will either say something or he will be in it. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I don't mm. want him in it because I'm like, yeah, Like, you don't need right. that. You no. don't need it. You don't need that much connection. No. If you're going to put Bill Murray in it, like, that's already somebody who really has no business being in this movie. <laughs> Because he's like, what is he going to do? 
Like, why would he come to Egon's farm to save Somerville? I know. That's, that's what I wanted to see in the trailer. I was, He's I wanted not, to see, like... He wouldn't care. I know. That's, he, that's, what, that's part of why I, I'm like, I don't know what to think of this. Because, like, okay, you set it out in the middle of nowhere. That's cool. Wait, how are you getting the Ghostbusters there? Right. Well, I assume that what will happen is, like, that Gozer will come back or Shandor will be a ghost in himself and, you know, something... You know, a big blue Maybe. sky laser. And what then... if the kids go to New York? I hope they what don't. What if they seek out the Ghostbusters? I could see them doing that. Well, they could call. Like, the kids don't need to go to New York now. Yeah. They could just literally be like, I wanted to be in Ghostbusters. New York. Ghostbusters. Hello? <laughs> Let me FaceTime with Winston. If they don't go to New York, for me, the movie's a failure. You're right. Straight up. <laughs> they have to no, be listen, in New York. New Ghost, York Ghostbusters, and Ghostbusters are... Like, New York is the fifth Ghostbuster. Yes. And I agree with you, but... I also am sick and of, I'm not like, just saying that because I live right next to New York. Right. I'm like, oh, I love New York. Well, I've, I've, been to, I've been to the firehouse. <laughs> I hate New York myself. I like, listen, you know, you have a nice city. I like, it's yeah. Every, everyone in my... I just don't want to spend a lot of time there. That's all right. my family's from it. There you go. I'm like the only one who's not, who's the redhead stepkid of yeah. that place that is like dirty and gross and it's hard to get to and it's a pain in the ass, despite the fact that it's like shorter in distance to get to than like Wildwood City. <laughs> but whatever, uh, Aiden Gray giving us some money. Thank you very much. Uh, Luke Varillo, the only Disney reboot for Disney, the only reboot Disney Plus should focus on is Gargoyles. <laughs> Gargoyles. Awesome. You can do anything with Gargoyles. Animated series, CG animated series, live action movie. Mm-hmm. It's evergreen. It's a great property. It's so like simple. And what's what's even best is, you know, no matter what, you're never gonna put a dude in a suit for the for Goliath. So you just get Keith David to play him every time. Oh yeah, that would be an awesome live action movie. Yes, that, that would generate buzz. I, I think so think. too. Yeah. yeah. Once they run out of like movies that they did. Yeah. To, you know, Aladdin, Lion King, <laughs> Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Mulan, all that. Once they're done, maybe maybe gargoyles. Why not gargoyles? And Tailspin. Tailspin. Live action Tailspin. Live, in, live action Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Okay. The Disney Afternoon gets a whole... Bonkers. Who from Roger Rabbit 2? Bonkers. Roger Rabbit's dead, and Bonkers has to step up. Because no. <laughs> Bonkers is just a total blatant yep. ripoff of Roger Rabbit. Yep. To, the, to, to, oh, a, like, to, a, to an actionable degree. Like, <laughs> We've already talked about Bonkers more than anyone has ever talked about Bonkers. In, in the last 20 years. years. Easily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, watch the intro to Bonkers and go... Oh, yeah, they were just going to make a freaking Roger Rabbit animated series. And they were like, eh, never mind. Because <laughs> the guy who plays Roger Rabbit's annoying. Like, not to watch, mm, to work with. To work with. So yeah. they were like, nah, fuck it. Just get, just get Jim Cummings to do it. Uh, JWT Cosplay, 2016 Ghostbusters felt like an SNL sketch. Yes, it did. Yes. But, like, a really, really, really terrible one. Well, yeah, like one that's not really very funny. Yeah. Which you know I guess like? is like most of them probably. It reminds me of the sketch when they got Jeremy Renner to play Hawkeye in that sequence <laughs> where he's like, I'm out of arrows. And you're like, that's a funny idea. And then yeah. you see it executed and you're like, that sucks. And yeah. you can't do it because like no one looks like their counterpart. Like it's yep. just really stupid. It was funny for like for like a second. And like, it's when like when he says I'm longer. out of arrows, like, ha. Yeah. And then I'm like, but well, then it... there's nothing else funny in there. Yeah. That you had one joke. You can't make a whole sketch around one and joke. And they did for like, and it's like an eight minute sketch. It's horrible. Yeah. So yes, I agree. It yeah. is like an SNL skit. Uh, Except no, it's not because SNL skits are not improvised. <laughs> they are rehearsed. Sometimes crazy, unexpected stuff happens, but they do have a script. They do, yeah. Which this like there was... was not a script for that movie other than like, so-and-so says random crap. You need to end up here. Yeah. So that the next scene can start. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Eat That Horse says, uh, speaking of soft reboots, I'm reading New 52 Batman for the first time. Three arcs in, it's pretty much the same as before, except half the Bat family suddenly never existed, and Batman now really likes monologuing about geology. Yeah, uh, <laughs> welcome to Scott Snyder's Batman. Enjoy that forever! Uh, the fact is, Snyder was, like, Snyder and Johns were like unaffected by the New 52 Whirlpool. He was like, just do what you were going to do, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, here you go. Like, no, there's like the, the, the Court of Owls, like the history there, it doesn't matter if Batman's new... Yeah, I'm like what? Like, oh, it's just a new villain. Okay, did he show up before or after Poison Ivy? Like, no. Mm. Yeah, no. It, it is just Jeff Johns and Scott Snyder did not have to change anything because they wanted to keep those two people happy back then. Yep. Um, which is why it feels like there's no change. Yeah, and that kind of uh, like reveals the like inherent lie of mm. New Fifty Two. Yeah. Where it's like, you don't have to throw away everything. No. You didn't with Batman. Or Green Lantern. Yeah. But with everyone else, it's like, every time everything like, else that is broken. Sucks. Oh, no, we had to get rid of all of it yeah. because it's a whole new universe. Well, That's that... why it's all gone. No. No. No, it's not. It's well, all gone because you chose to get rid of it. Oh, plus, like, plus Rebirth. Like, the fact yeah. that, like, over the last eight years of DC, they've been like trickling in or adding things or they didn't told their creators to not make references to pre-New 52. The fact is the universe hasn't been reboot so it is still the New 52 universe and all the stuff you remember and like they pick and they picked and chose what stayed and what didn't so it's like yeah no it was just a bunch of, it was just a bunch of bullshit. Yep. And they didn't have a plan or, or a through line or a manifest like there was just this is it's just it's just a bunch of buzzwords to get people to buy more of our, our books. Mm -hmm. Caleb Paris, uh, do you foresee any misplaced outrage from people who think that this new Ghostbusters is trying to downplay the all-female reboot? I hope not. I mean, the fact is we should downplay the all-female reboot because it was just so terrible. But, like, it had nothing to do with being women. I, I think I've seen a little bit, like, a very small flare-up of yeah. a, a reaction where they're like... What will help mitigate it is don't compare it to the reboot. Like, don't talk about the reboot in yeah. terms of like, see, this is what happens when yeah. you cast women. Is in, in no, that's that's the wrong argument. Yes. Well, yeah. And here's the problem. Okay. Do I foresee any misplaced outrage? Yes. Uh, uh, from uh, fill in the blank. Yes. <laughs> there are 300 million people in this country. <laughs> So, and all of them have a megaphone as big as everyone else. And no one's happy. So, yeah, and everyone hates, <laughs> and each, hates other. each other and the world. Uh, so, yeah, there's going to be some, and it will be found and amplified by people who are interested in you clicking on things. So, like, yes, there will be some, but is it going to be, like, this cacophonous, like, problem? Only if people make it. Well, there, people it, do not love that movie. No. There's a lot of people who are like, I saw it and I liked it and it was fine. Yeah, but And there's a lot of people who didn't like it at all, but nobody's like... Oh, that movie! You know, like yeah, it, it's just it just wasn't that well liked. No, so I don't think you're gonna see too many people all that upset. But of course, there will be some. Yeah, and and the more you provoke them, like, yeah. like Sal said, yeah, by don't... saying like horrible misogynistic things, <laughs> the more they're gonna push back. Mm -hmm. well, so just chill out and don't click on articles that sensationalize that. Right, exactly. Yeah, don't click on it. That's the best thing you like, can do. Discourage, to, to discourage clickbait to, by being like, no. Yeah. And don't click on it and comment and be like, I'm not clicking on your article. You just did. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter. Right. Yep. Just, 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 there's a financial incentive to piss you off. There's a right. financial incentive. The reason you see all this outrage, oh, everyone's so outraged, everyone's so offended, everyone's so upset. It's only because that makes money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop stop generating money for these people, and then, and then you won't see them anymore. Hopefully it'll get a little quieter. Yeah. Bill Murray looked more dead in Ghostbusters 2016 than he did in Zombieland. <laughs> where he was a literal <laughs> zombie. Says Smarty. Uh, Smarty, well, that's hilarious. He was wearing makeup. 
He wasn't a zombie in Zombieland. He was wearing makeup yeah. and pretended to be a zombie. Yes, that's right. He wasn't a zombie. But... You were supposed to think he was a zombie for like a second. The reality is he's wearing zombie makeup. Yes. And he looked more like a zombie yeah. than freaking Bill Murray did yeah, in really 2016. Funny. He I, sure did. Well, that's what happens when like... Well, here's the thing. Bill Murray doesn't want to be there when he's happy and wants to be there. Right. So like... Can you imagine if you, let's say, threatened legal action if you didn't appear in my shitty reboot of your movie? Like, he is, he's the reason they haven't made Ghostbusters in 30 years. So yeah, it's him. So then Sony's like, well, now not only do you not get to make it, like, you can't make it on your terms. And you have to be in anyway. Like, ugh. Yeah. So, yeah. No, he's, he probably deliberately, he probably, like, withheld food <laughs> for like a few days just to like look and feel more terrible yeah aiden gray uh, hey sal it's me that ghostbusters fanatic from twitter in all seriousness i love that you're talking about it a bit and it's about time i paid back the channel can't wait for back issues thanks thanks aiden thank really you. appreciate it that's very kind of you dude and thank you for your generosity um yeah no ghostbusters man it's in my blood i can't not talk about it uh i'm trying to like actually get in with stony a little bit so we can talk about like so i can be like if, there's always going to be a New York premiere. I want to go. I want to talk to people about it. You know, mm. I want to be like, hey, Ghostbusters, go see it. I want to use yeah. that a little bit. If, if Comic Story can go to London and talk to Tom Holland about Spider-Man. He did? Well, actually, he sent Dan to do it. But the point is. <laughs> he could have. He could have. He sent Dan to do it. It's like, I want to talk to Tom Holland. We have the same birthday. We have an in. <laughs> We both love Spider-Man. We're both willing to call Bob Iger and cry about, be not be, about him being Spider-Man. <laughs> Eat that horse. I wonder when Sony and the other conglomerates will realize they need to do more than just remaking, than just making The Force Awakens with their random 80s IPs. Uh, yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, uh, Well, they don't, though. They don't, and you keep going. Uh, Tron Legacy, is that a soft reboot? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, new cast, old cast, like yeah, bringing back the, the old, the old stuff, replacing happened, them with the new. But the, it's totally, completely different. The effects look totally different, even though it's the same place. <laughs> that doesn't make any Thank sense. Thank God, don't ask questions. You I didn't, didn't. You didn't piss off the old fans that much because you didn't delete the guy that they liked. Mm -hmm. So yeah, soft yeah. reboot. Yeah, and uh, it was a great one. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> Tron Legacy I can watch pretty much every other day. Yeah. Like, I can, and if it's on TV, I'm like, well, I'm watching Tron Legacy until it's over. Mm -hmm. uh, or I'm like, hey, it's time for me to listen to the Tron Legacy soundtrack. So good. Yep. I just love it. It's, it, it, it's unfettered. Yeah. And yeah. you know what's funny? So, like, maybe the soft reboot and sequels need to be for movies that no one gave a shit about. Like, maybe your problem is, instead of making sequels to things people love, yes. they should be making sequels and reboots to things yeah. nobody liked. Well, yeah. Or a very, a small, very small people small, did. Yeah. And then broaden it, like we did with this episode, where it's mm -hmm. like, take a little... Yeah. 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 yeah you're not going to find, uh, you're not going to find, like, hatred for reboots here. No. I mean, we there are reboots that we don't like. We don't like bad reboots. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't like bad sequels either. Yeah. Like, this Lethal Weapon Four is pretty fucking terrible, <laughs> and they're trying that too. Where they're like, "Look, it's like," but they didn't get a new white guy. Like they just got Chris Rock in it. And that's all they did. They were, but the, but at the end, the fight is with like Jet Li, I think, and Riggs and Murtaugh, and they're just two geriatric men trying to punch somebody who could literally kill an army by himself, <laughs> and, and then they beat him because fuck you. Yeah, because they need to. Like that's that's a lousy sequel, yeah. uh, not but it didn't. And you know what's funny? That's like a straight up sequel. Die Hard Five, mm. worst Die Hard they're movie all of all Hard. time. They're all yep. they're, they're all sequels. The the I would argue that they were almost well no, 
the only reason why Die Hard 4 might have been almost like a soft reboot is because they're introducing a younger character. Yes. But Justin Long is not going to like be in the wrong place at the wrong <laughs> yeah, time and become a badass. He was just a fun <laughs> ride along character. He's just a fun sidekick like yeah. he has to have in every of those movies. Yeah. But Jai Courtney. Oh, is that what they do? I see. I never saw. Die Hard 5 is the worst. Yeah. He goes to Russia. Turns out his son is Jai Courtney, who is the worst actor of the 20th century. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the 21st century. Yeah. Um, he's so... T- he's and he, is he, like, kicking ass and stuff? Yeah, he's a CIA agent or something. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, he's like a, he's like a special agent. Uh. But he's also uncharismatic. But so is Bruce Willis at this point. Right. So, you know, he's right. beating all the charisma out of himself. But it's just, but you could tell, like, they're, like, setting it up where it's, like, father and son, but, like, the young guy, maybe we'll make more diehards with him. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. And nobody. No. no. Jai, Cardner, Jai, Jai Courtney, the Sam Worthington of terrible actions. Uh, Rusky 9110, is the DCEU a soft reboot or a dumpster fire? I mean, it's a little bit of both. The fact is, like, DCEU is actually a fascinating monster of a, of a problem. Because, yeah. like, okay, Man of Steel, BVS, Justice League, you know, these are movies that are easily, you could, yes, 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 those are all in the same universe. Yes. Wonder Woman, same deal. Yes, same woman. Prequels. Yes. So, you know, you're watching them in order. It's like Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, BBS, Justice League. Okay. Aquaman, very much a sequel. Yes, Aquaman is in there too. Suicide Squad, yes, that is also a sequel. Like that, because uh, Ben Affleck Batman is in that movie. He's the only thing that's like, like definitely ties it in, right? Though, right? Well, no, and Ezra Miller Flash. He's in it too for a second. I don't even remember that. That's it's a, it's a blink and you'll miss it moment. Okay. But they're uh, in it too. He's the Flash. He's moving so fast. Aha. <laughs> So, but those are movies in the that are, that are the DCEU, yeah. right? Then they're like, "Oops, in Justice League." They're like, "Oops." Yeah, and what's interesting is like they were already like oopsing when Wonder Woman and Aquaman came out. So now you have all the speculation. Well, is Aquaman yeah. going to be like se- like separated? Well, they somehow? say fucking Steppenwolf and Aquaman, well, and yeah. both those act and all the actors are in that. And there's a deleted scene with Volko in right. Justice League, but they're making an Aquaman too, which is mm-hmm. going to be a sequel to that Aquaman. So like, is that is that it? technically in the DCEU? And it's like no one has definitively said there is no DCEU, except for the fact that the next Batman movie is a different actor. Well, and Superman is no longer. Yeah, we're pr- well, probably. Yeah. Henry Cavill has said he'd be happy to play Superman again. Right, right. We know they're not going to do that. Uh, but but it's fascinating because they're like, well, we want to ke- well, but we're making Wonder Woman 2. And they made that movie with the express understanding that, like, we're probably going to ignore Justice League. Right. So it's like, okay, well, no, we're going to keep Gal Gadot as, as Wonder Woman. Yeah. And so we're going to keep Wonder Woman 1, which is definitively in the DCU. Mm-hmm. So, so what is it? F- and then there's the Suicide Squad movie coming out. Which, who knows? Then there's Birds of Prey, which is Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn with a, a body double for Jared Leto Joker in that movie. And I think Jai Courtney is also playing Boomerang in that movie, Captain Boomerang in that mm. movie. So it's like, is that a sequel? So are you making spinoffs where it's like, no, no, no. Birds of Prey is a sequel to the DCEU. But we, as a company, are really going to be fo- focusing more on non-DCEU yeah. movies that will technically be con- like in the same universe. Like, wh- what a what a what a mess! It's a, it's a it's a disaster, right? Because I don't think that I don't I don't think they have a plan for Superman, and Superman's really the biggest problem. Yes, and I don't think they know what they're going to do, and I think they're kind of yeah. just hoping like, well, we just won't make a movie with Superman for a while. Yes, and then we'll figure it out later. Then we'll try it again later. And and that was really the part that was the most. Oh shit! I forgot about Shazam. Oh Shazam, which is also almost entirely autonomous until Henry Cavill Superman's costume shows up at the end. 
Yeah, but that's easy to wave away. You know, you don't. Well, they don't show his face. Yeah, but it's his costume and and Ben Affleck Batman's batarangs. Yeah. Who cares? I know. If they later on said that it wasn't part, no one will be like, oh, excuse me. Oh, they, no, they will. Batman's bad. Well, some they people will, know, but, but who like, cares? normal audiences won't. It's not going to confuse regular audiences. No. They'll be like, wait, that was part of the Justice League? Shazam was in the same universe? Like, that yeah. seems bizarre anyway. So I you agree. can pull it out very easily. Yeah. Aquaman. Do people really, they know it's the same guy, yeah. but tonally it's so different from the other yep. Justice League and uh, Man of Steel type movies mm-hmm. that like, if, if if DC was like, oh no, this is a whole new thing, it's not tied yeah. in, general audiences would be like, okay, whatever. Right. You know, they're not going to be like, oh, wait a minute, what happened to Henry Cavill? Right. What are you talking no, about? Nobody cares. Well, Warner Bros. is going to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, what stop about remind- shut up? Yeah, stop reminding everybody. Don't confuse everybody. I'm trying to make a billion dollars here. <laughs> Right, and I, you know what? I I hated Man of Steel, Superman so much. Yeah, that I am happy for them to do that. Yeah, you know, I don't well, need and- them to be like, we're stopping every movie mm-hmm. and we're throwing out everything that was connected to that yeah. franchise. Like, oh and we're no, starting fresh. Like, I don't need them to do that. Right. I don't care. Well, but nor do I want to see like a fucking. Like, portal torn into the universe and people step through it and shit and, like, erase it. No, I don't want to do that. I would have been okay, though, if, like, they... If at the end of Justice League they were like they, they lose to Steppenwolf and they're like we got to get harder and then like Batman becomes Owl Man and Superman becomes Ultraman and they're just like no what you were watching was the birth of the crime syndicate that would have been cool but like then it would have been like oh get fucked like, yeah. <laughs> it would have been so insulting uh, and people say that Man of Steel is like one of the best DCEU movies ever made they're like that was the one we can all agree was a success a triumph if you will and I'm like yes if you're talking about a deconstructed Superman movie where Superman doesn't yeah. act like Superman sure yeah, okay. Uh, which is also inexorably connected to Batman vs Superman, which is the only movie where Superman actually does attempt to redeem himself while still acting like an antisocial jackass. Like it, it's, you yeah. know, but, but it, well, it, it doesn't make any sense to do that as a franchise. That no, that's a, it's crazy. Yeah, as no. a one-off. If if Man of Steel from the beginning was like a one-off, like this is an alternate Superman reality movie. Superman. Yeah, but they're never going to say that because they want you to care and think it matters. Well, they also, and if it works well, then we're going to make a sequel to that. Yeah, they want to make money on the sequel. So yeah, then we're going to do that. No, so it's like so it doesn't work then. Right to me. No, well I agree, but you I, know I don't want to see a bunch of movies about that guy. Sorry. No, but it's we're on the minority. I feel that. bad for Henry Cavill because it's not. I think he did a good job. I think he would be a great Superman. He did what they asked him. Right. That's the thing. Like, he did everything that was asked him. He did everything. He even showed up for those awful reshoots from Justice League. Yep. He he played ball. Mm -hmm. He was a fine actor. Yes. And he got screwed by terrible scripting. Yeah. So, you know, you can't blame him. I don't. No. I don't blame any of those actors. No. They were all just showed up and did the thing. I was like, Ben Affleck might be the best on-screen Batman right now. Yeah. Like, I love that guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Until he, you know, started murdering people and branding them. (laughs) Okay. Things got a little out of hand. <laughs> well, plus, like, that's hey, a deconstruction of Batman, though. It like, is. That's kind of cool. Well, like, well, Batman in an ultraviolet, crazy world. Yeah, well, okay. I, I love how they were like, okay, we're going to reboot We're gonna reboot Batman. Let's get the oldest actor we can think of, and we'll start it. Uh, we'll, we'll make only references to Dark Knight Returns. Yep. Public service announcement. Uh, there's a moment in the Crisis on Infinite Earths TV event that's happening on CW mm. where um, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman from the animated series, plays Bruce Wayne. Like an old, retired Bruce Wayne. Really? Great idea. Awesome. And they put him in the Kingdom Come armor. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they ruin it, but it's really cool. All right. So, but he quotes what everyone thinks is Batman versus Superman. Because in his universe, he did something to Superman. I don't want to spoil it for Oh, okay. But, like, 
they're like, oh, see? Like, they're making reference to Batman versus Superman. It's it's actually a verbatim quote from The Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> and that, that's, that Zack Snyder ripped off and used in BVS. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my god. No, there's a comic book that's better than that movie <laughs> that has all those lines you like. Yep. And Zack Snyder did not write those lines. Frank Miller wrote those lines, which, you know, has its own can of worms, but... <laughs> But at the time, at the time, it was those, genius. That, that mattered. <laughs> and uh, but like, it's literally a line where he says, "Like, I bet your parents told you you were special. You always said yes to anything with a flag or a badge." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's the line." And then there's the other one where it's like, "My parents taught me a different lesson: lying in the street that the world only makes sense when you force it to." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's from that's from the comic." And they're like, "No, it's from BBS." And I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> so no, it's from the comic book, and actually, it's a more accurate quote from the comic book. So it's, it's not a that's reference cool. to BBS. I like that. Yeah. That the, the show is doing that. I have no interest in that show, but like, no. that's, that's cool. I like that they You wouldn't like it. I like that they're trying. It is. Oh, Brandon Routh plays Superman. I know. And he's wearing Kingdom Come Superman costume. But it's not Kingdom Come Superman. Oh. It's, it's, just it's Superman reference. Returns Superman. It's Superman Returns Superman? Yeah. It's a sequel to Superman Returns. It's if he had gotten older. What? Yeah. More than that, it's not just a sequel to Superman Returns. It's actually a requel to Superman Returns in which, no, you know how like Superman Returns undid Superman 3 and 4? Yes. No, now Superman 3 and 4 happened and also Superman Returns. How? It just did. Oh. Like, like the, the Superman Returns is like an in-between movie between oh. Superman 3 and 4, but also there's like, we don't reference the kid. Right. So. It's like if Superman 3 and 4... Happened after, and yeah, the kid just wasn't there. Right. He was, he just we wasn't cut there out. When that stuff we was cut out the most egregious part of Superman Returns, which is the stupid annoying yeah. kid. So, oh, okay. uh, yeah, it's like what? Because he makes a comment where he says, like, actually, I, I, I've I fought myself before, and I'm like, oh my god, that's a Superman three oh, reference. That's cool. It's fun. Yeah. And and Ralph. I also ended the Cold War. Right, <laughs> and I fought a Sun clone version of myself. And uh, one time I got my powers taken away, and inexplicably I talked to my mom about it instead of my dad because my dad wouldn't show up. Arius, er, er, Arius says, uh, glad someone outside Canada remembers Reboot. Reboot! <laughs> Smarty, horrible improv can kill a movie if do you agree. Yeah. Yes, we've yeah. seen it happen. We've seen it happen it multiple happen. times. JWT Cosplay Superman Returns is a very underrated soft reboot. Agreed, it is a soft reboot. Yes. I would call that actually a requel. Yes. It's a retry at a sequel. They're like, well, we want to keep one and two, but three and four are bad. Yep. So we're going to retry. It's a yep. requel. Everyone likes those two. Nobody likes those two. We're just going to yep. cut Excise them off. Excise those. Yeah. What's another example of that? Right? Um, aliens, I think. And Predator. Like, Predators. No. Predators mm. can be can be anything. Yeah. But, like, but uh, the Predator. No. A- well, AVP. Prometheus is a requel. Because... Prometheus has Guy Ritchie or Guy Pierce. I never remember which one's which. The actor and the director. Yeah. Uh, Guy, Guy Pierce. Guy Ritchie is the director. Yes. So Guy Pierce plays Waylon, but an AVP movie, like one, Lance Henderson plays Waylon. Mm-hmm. So no. Right. Like, so Prometheus is a requel yeah. to Aliens. Yes. And an unmaking of. And actually, they unmade Alien 3 because Waylon's also in that, and he's also. Played by Lance Henderson, but it's not him. It's like a descendant yes. of Waylon or something like that. Yes. And what about the new Terminator movie? Terminator movie is also a requel. Yeah. Because Terminator Dark Fate undoes Terminator 3, 4, and 5. Yeah. And actually, Terminator Salvation tries to 
Terminus Salvation is also a requel of three because Catherine Brewster is technically in it. Right. But she's played by Hollywood legend Bryce <laughs> Dallas Howard. <laughs> and, uh, but it's Catherine, but they don't, they don't say Catherine Brewster. They say Kate. Yes. As a way of being like, it could be. Yeah. yeah. But why didn't you get Claire Danes then? Yeah. Because well, Terminator 3 is also a requel because you recast friggin' John Connor. Well, no, that's just a that's a <laughs> that's just a crappy sequel. Like fucking Dark Knight Returns or yeah. Dark Knight is well, a sequel. Why wouldn't Dark Terminator Knight Salvation a... be a crappy sequel to Terminator 3? Well, be because they recast. Well, if you can recast people and it's still a sequel, that's Dark Knight. Dark Knight replaced uh, you know Maggie Gyllenhaal that's and right. Katie Holmes. Yeah. That doesn't undo the yeah. momentum of those so movies. I would say so, no. Would Terminator say... 3 and 4, Terminator 3 and Salvation technically could be part of the same universe. Yeah. Yeah, they just had to recast one of the characters. Both of the characters. Both of the characters, that's right. Well, yeah. Three okay. of the characters. Because John Connor's been cast three times in two movies. Yeah. And then again in and five. And then again in five, yeah. Oof. And they recast everyone in five. The T-1000, Sarah Connor, John Connor, Kyle Reese. <laughs> what a disaster. Also replaced Kyle Reese with Jai fucking Courtney, yeah. the human stem cell. <laughs> But right. uh, yeah, Dan S. Would Matrix Four be considered a soft reboot? I guarantee they will. I guarantee you, Matrix Four will be a soft reboot. You think? Yeah. It will. It will not be that. How do you think they're gonna do it? Next generation of people. New one. So they're not gonna get fucking Keanu Reeves. Oh no, they will. Well then, what? That's like a Force Awakens re uh, soft reboot, where it's like, no, no, no. Well, the, the next generation will go looking for the I one. I see. Yeah. And okay. then he'll show up and he'll be like, I'm not the one anymore. What about I died. Trinity? Is she still dead? Oh yeah, she'll still be dead. Oh, okay. But yeah, her consciousness yes. will be alive in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, that's you're right. That's what that's that's exactly <laughs> what it would be. That's what you think they're gonna get friggin' uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Yes, that'd be cool. Yes, I do. He was on Conan like two days ago, and he said, "I can't talk about Matrix Four. Oh, so Matrix Four is like Fight Club now. Well, any movie you're working on, yeah. David Harbor couldn't talk about him being in a Marvel movie until it was revealed right. that he's the Red Guardian. Right. Which you know, he looks great. But he sure. should have been Benjamin J. Grimm. Oh. Yeah. Mm. David Harbour is the thing. I'm like, oh. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I could see that. It's too bad I won't. No. But instead he'll play, like, a Russian. <laughs> like, yeah, superhero that fine. will probably die at the end of Black yeah. Widow. Because <laughs> they're not going to put Red Guardian on the Avengers, so that's the yeah, end of that. Nope. Caleb Paris, back to your James Bond bit. I always imagine those movies follow a sliding time scale like Marvel Comics does. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Tevi, yes. Yeah. Tevi Smolga is Superman Reborn, technically a soft reboot. Uh, the comic? I don't know what Superman Reborn is. I think, I think you're talking about the comic. In which case, no. Because it's, a, it's just a continuation of what it yeah, is. So Although <sighs> comics are tough because they're like constantly rebooting or resliding yeah. or evolving, so it's a mess. Uh, I wouldn't call it that. Like, I, would, I would call it something else. Yeah. I don't know what, though. I don't know what, yeah. Adam Asamoah, how do I get as cool as you guys? Uh, <laughs> go outside and do other things, and then you'll be way cooler than us. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here <laughs> in a nerd cave talking about fucking Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> and other franchises. You're already winning. But uh, but no, yeah. Thank you very much for your kindness. Yeah. I appreciate it. I, yeah, I assume you're no, speaking There's rhetoric. no manual, yeah. No. Yeah, I don't think that's a real question <laughs> hopefully not because uh because you're cool yeah you're way cooler than me yeah. trust me um and Marusky 9110 says with sequels prequels requels and reboots all are all these uh general making general audiences more accepting of comic book movies with more confusing plots yeah because like basically every time you reboot re requel soft reboot you're basically asking the movie going audience to accept a bunch of like bullshit that yeah. normally like science fiction people would be like right 
Right. Like, <laughs> like, well, no, Star Trek in 2009, it's, it's, a, it's a new movie, but old Spock's in it. And it's like, what? And it's like, if you ask any nerd, like, okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's like this, this, oh, so it's like these episodes of Star right. Trek. And they're like, no. <laughs> oh, you read, you watched those? Yeah, well, it's nerd. It, it's funny to me because, like, the, on the one hand, the diehard fans are the ones who, like, will accept that because they're like, oh, yeah, there's, they went through a fucking wormhole or whatever, time travel, whatever. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But diehard fans are also the ones who will be the most pissed right. because they're the ones who care the most. General audiences, I feel like, are just don't like, care and they wouldn't don't, ask. They don't even know. They'd be like, what? <laughs> that The other Star Trek didn't happen? Like, no, it did, but it happened in the past. Oh, what? Who cares? Right. Like, they'd be well, like, I just like to go to movies and have fun. I like, just like <laughs> seeing movies. Yeah, the people, you're the people who make you a billion dollars are not us. Right. We help, but we're not right. We can't. We're a fraction. Yes, you know the, the we reality help generate is buzz and stuff. Yeah, but our but like ticket people, sales are, are a fraction of well, the it's general. The same. Yeah. Well, I've talked about those with Star Wars, where it's like Star Wars is everyone loves Star Wars, the first three, mm -hmm. the first well, three. There's lots of people now who don't give a crap about the original three. Star oh Wars. yeah, well, that's, <laughs> but they're but even they they're not the. They do not. They're not the same as the general populace who loved and still love the original trilogy. Right. Like the original trilogy was a cultural phenomenon that yeah. crossed barriers and like and dialects. Yeah. So you're so talking about like people over forty. Anyone over forty. Well, <laughs> yeah, every, every, like, that was great. Everyone over forty. Yeah. Everyone over forty loves the original trilogy, or at the very least loves Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Nobody was like, "Fuck you, Darth Vader looks like shit, and lightsabers are stupid." No. Like I'm, I mean, there's a few people, but they're like um, they're Star Trek fans, <laughs> or they're just like snobs, right? You know, like cultural snobs. You're like, oh, it wasn't theater then, yeah. and it's not now. Yeah, you know what? You saw it. Like I guarantee you. Like you know who thinks that fucking Star Wars is cinema? Martin fucking Scorsese. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And Francis Ford Coppola. You know why? Because they all went to school together. <laughs> because Martin Scorsese, Francis Ford Coppola, and George Lucas are fucking friends. So, like, yeah. Plus, Lucas is making references to movies that they saw when they were a kid. Mm -hmm. So, you know. But my point being, the more focused and narrow and specific you get with Star Wars, the nerdier and more you lose everybody. Yeah. You're like, go on. Okay, download this app and then watch this special show that's about this this samurai gunslinger who, what? He's part of a cult. <laughs> what? He's looking for a baby. Like, what does that have to do with Star Wars? Oh, get out of here. Like, yeah. where's Luke? It's not for, yeah, who's, what? <laughs> where's Darth Vader? He, he used the force too hard and died. <laughs> he, he had like a force hernia and fucking died. If someone's not saying, Luke, I am your father, it's then not. I'm, then I don't I'm care. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I literally look at the world like that, where it's like, we have a friend, he's been on the couch a number of times, his name's Jason. He made the mistake of telling a dude that he worked with at, a, at an auto shop once that he was a Star Wars fan. The fact is, he brought a Star Wars lunchbox mm -hmm. to work one day, and that, that and one of his coworkers is gruff, like New Yorker kind of guy. Uh, from then on in, they were friend, they were friendly, whatever. From then on in, every time Jason came into work, he went, "Hey Luke, how's the Force doing today?" <laughs> Never mind the fact that like the Force doesn't have a feeling every day. Uh, you know. That was that. That's who I imagine is the general movie going yeah. population. Yeah, like I saw Star Wars. It was fun. Luke, like, I'm your father. If you're still talking about it, you're a nerd. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> uh, aren't you? In, aren't you almost 22? <laughs> what are you doing with a Star Wars lunchbox? Never mind it's the fact just that not done. Yeah, I, I, when I was a kid, I had the same lunchbox. You know, like, yeah, never mind. Yeah. But that, then I fucking grew up. I threw it the hell out. I used it to store weed and condoms, <laughs> and then my mom found it and threw it away. 
As she should have. As she should have, as I would do to my son. <laughs> yeah. But I would never give him that. I would give him a Patriots lunchbox. <laughs> well, wait a minute, but you liked that when you were a kid. Why? When I was a child, that is childish bullshit. Yeah, but your kid is a child now. Shouldn't he be able to enjoy those things? He should things? be a man. I, I, I just want a miniature version of myself. I see. Yourself now, not yourself when you were a kid. Oh, yeah, no, I was an asshole as a kid. <laughs> not like now. Luke Verrillo, Feige called the multiverse the next step in the MCU. Is the MCU's way of rebooting Fox properties like Fantastic Four and the X-Men? I think it's a horrible idea, and I think you should not say those things, because Ooh. it's only going to make people upset. He called the multiverse the next step? Yeah, like phase phase four or five will be the multiverse. So the, the multiverse of madness really is like a gateway. a gateway to a whole expanded universe. I think it's a horrible fucking idea. Because, like, you know what the multiverse is not? It's not the next step of Marvel at all. Like, the multiverse is kind of DC's bag. Yeah. Like, the multiverse in Marvel is a thing, and they play with it. There's an entire series predicated on it. It's called What If. Mm -hmm. Which they are making an animated series on Disney Plus in the Marvel Cinematic Universe based on. Yeah. But I think that maybe either he's trying to ape off the success of Spider-Verse, because Spider-Verse, of course, won an Oscar, so that's the end of that. <laughs> uh-huh. But, like, uh, I think it's a mistake because, like, part of the reason why everybody loves the, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is because Iron Man is what a, is a grounded movie. Like, yes. it's silly and it's fun. It's got arc reactors that wouldn't work. But, like, you believe in Stark and you believe in the world. Like Ghostbusters. Yeah. The reason why people love Ghostbusters and love Marvel is because you you got them into it gradually. You don't, you don't then go, like, well, I guess I'm going to just... I mean, like, here's the thing. You could do a couple of things. Like, you can bank off of the success, your 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 victory lap of Endgame, so to speak, mm -hmm. by doing a number of things. Like, you could have Taskmaster look like the fucking ghost of Christmas Future. <laughs> like, you could get away with that by being like, I think we've, I think people are like Baron Zemo could wear a fuchsia mask mm -hmm. and a little crown and a big frilly cape and be like, I'm going to defeat you! Like, that's my voice for him because he's wearing a uh -huh. fuchsia mask. Yeah. But like, and furry boots. But like, the fact is, your villains can look like, you, you've you paved the way for Doctor Doom to show up wearing a tunic and a cloak and a mask he never takes off. Uh -huh. And no one's gonna go, bullshit! Because you just watched two movies about a purple alien snapping his fingers. Yeah. So we're good. But when you start going like, I'm really looking forward to introducing alternate reality versions of the characters you like. And so, or introducing new characters. Like, yeah. the Fantastic Four will not work as multiversal explorers no, that no. show up and, from another reality. And, and to answer this question, no. I don't <laughs> think they're doing that. Here's what I think they're going to do. And this is just based on this is what the best way to do that would be. Right. And, and, and assuming <laughs> that Feige opinion, would do that yes. because he's a smart guy. I think that the multiverse next step is a reference to the replacement for Thanos. Mm. I think the multiverse will effectively be the antagonist oh. of the MCU. So Fantastic Four and X-Men will be in our universe. Right. Because I agree with you. If you make them from another universe, now it's like, oh wait, I gotta know about this fucking universe and I gotta know about this universe. No, no, no. All the characters that Well, are and like, there's no stakes. It's like, right, well, it's, right. like it's like Rick. He can yes. leave. <laughs> yeah, you like, don't want to go with the X-Men? Why would the X-Men put up with bigotry and hatred yes. in our universe if they can go back to theirs? Right. So I don't think there will be like an infinite... And don't make it like fucking World of Warcraft. Where when I found out that the orcs were from another universe... Oh. I'm like, wait, you mean they're not just, like, a dejected group of people who just are trying to eke out a They're from another universe? Yeah. That sucks! Yeah, actually, uh, World of Warcraft is, like, a science fiction world. Yeah! I and I'm like, what? 
to the yeah, Warcraft the elves movie? are from the Dark Elves. They're from another universe. No! The gnomes, they're from the gnome universe. Well, they, why are they all here? Why wouldn't they just This leave? is like the secret wars of freaking... Of, 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 of MMOs. Yeah. And so, like, if you do that, like, it's, like, even if you go, like, no, the universe we came from is destroyed. Like, I don't care. Oh, I don't care anymore. Yeah. You've lost me. I, so, so what I think is, like, you're going to see bad guys come through the multiverse. Or maybe someone's trying to use things from the multiverse. That'd be fine. Yeah. To, like, attack. Right. But, like, our characters that we're going to follow and watch movies about, I mm-hmm. think, are still going to be from the main universe. That's my... Yeah. Hope, right? I uh, would hope so too. For you know, it's a, it's going to be a plot element in, in a lot of movies. Sure, you know, or it will at least be referenced, mm-hmm. just like Thanos was like referenced in a bunch of movies. Yeah, they won't all hinge on the multiverse, but maybe there'll be a upcoming like multiversal show. Maybe Doctor Strange is going to get like a peek into the multiverse. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's coming. Yeah, someone's trying to break down the barrier, yeah. and then it'll be like chaos right. and ruination or, for our world. Or they pay Robert Downey Jr. like a billion dollars, and he comes back as like evil Iron Man. Yeah, and and that's the thing. You could do like one multiverse that's like cracked mirror version of ours yep. maybe a couple and do some fun things there but yes. not like that like we're gonna follow those people right and the movies are about them if, if they do that that's you've lost and you've lost you you failed yeah don't do that because part of the reason why marvel works and it is its own thing and is separate from dc is because like it's about here now yeah uh, yep, like, it's relatable. Gonna, Guardians as of the Galaxy, explain yourself. Like, shut up. There's all there's exceptions to the rule, yes. but the reality <laughs> is like it's supposed to be here now. Yeah, regardless of it being five years in the future, and like you have time travel now. But like the fact is, yeah. like it's supposed to be grounded in some way. Mm-hmm. There's supposed to be some element of it that makes me think it could happen, or that I could be part of that universe. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, once you go like. Uh, once once you get like into the Rick and Morty territory of like there's an infinite reality and you know you, whatever you do nothing, nothing, you, nothing you do matters then you've lost everybody yeah except for the hardcore people who think they're Rick yeah so the multiverse to be clear as long as it's a traditional a comic book multiverse yeah. where there's like some of them Right. There's like 20, you know, <laughs> not the like physics multiverse where it's infinite possibilities. Which Marvel is, there's an infinite number. And well, DC, there's only like 52. Yes. The, the, D, the DC one to me works better because it doesn't imply well, it keeps that there's it less no consequences. <laughs> right. Like the infinite No, but there are no consequences. The most recent now. issue of Justice League, like Perpetua, this fucking bullshit. She's like throwing realities at people. <sighs> Get out of Realities? Some of the 52 realities? Yeah. Because there's a crisis coming, so they're going to oh, put them all I back see. anyway. Well, Eat That Horse says, I really hope Warner Brothers give Superman another shot and a reboot down the line. They don't know what they're doing. They just want to make him relevant. I I guess pure altruism and Hollywood execs don't mix. Yeah, you're right about that. Mm. They, they did say that. They like, Apparently, the rumor was, that they, they had said somewhere that like uh, uh, Warner Brothers is still trying to square the circle of Superman. They said they're, tr- they're, they're trying to wrap their heads around making him relevant in today's world. And I'm like, uh, eat shit. Um, and then Neil Gaiman chimed in and said, you don't have to make him relevant. You just have to make him inspiring and I'm like well Neil Gaiman is you know is a brilliant writer mm-hmm. uh, comics explained petition for commentary on Gargoyles episode 1 through 5 <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe one day I mean Silver Server didn't really do well so we'll see what happens but uh, we gotta get some DC stuff in there first mm-hmm. <clears throat> some friendless bastard donating because sales impressions are just great <laughs> yay thank you very much I'm glad you like them agreed uh, but yeah so uh, we're over time but I wanna mm-hmm. but like as far as soft reboots go um I, I like them more than straight up reboots. Yes. I hate the terminology. Like, here's my question about soft reboots slash everything, <laughs> is that like Hollywood can't keep the terminology straight, and they don't use them right, and they use them interchangeable because they don't care, and they know it doesn't matter, and they're making them up anyway. It's what mm-hmm. it's what happens when like you made it, 
you know that it doesn't really matter and it's all made up because you have like a like a complex about like w- w- about your impact on the world. So like for them, they're like, well, it's all entertaining. Who gives a shit? Yeah. That's why whenever That's we true. made like a movie, I was like, oh, we're gonna rewrite the scene right now mm-hmm. because when I'm running, when I'm doing an improv, it's like another draft. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah. With uh, but with this, it's like you need to, like and and it's and it maybe because the thing is these terms soft reboot reboot requel sequel they all they're for nerds yes because the general movie going populace does not give a fuck no about what those things are called no and so if you're going to make terminologies that nerds are going to obsess over the the least you could do is keep them straight so i think what hollywood needs to do is sit down and actually define everything and release like an info card on twitter Mm. You know, sincerely, all of us. <laughs> it says, this is what a sequel is. This is what a reboot is. This is what a seaboot is, or a sequel, mm-hmm. or a requel. And like, you know, and there's subheadings and subdescript. But like, these, this is what the terminology is, and we're going we're gonna to commit it to memory and try to use them. When, we, when we're giving interviews, or we're doing like press conferences, when we're asked. For the most part, we're just going to, from now on, we're not going to call them sequels, requels, anything. Right. We're just going to say, we're making a new movie, it's called this. You and when know, you ask, we'll define it further. For I you. feel like that's mostly what movie studios do anyway. Like, I feel like a lot of the talk about the terminology comes from people commentating on movies. Right. Like yeah. The, yeah. We're like, using them more than they do. Yeah. And, and like the media, the press. Yeah. Like, like Hollywood. Uh, I can't even think of a magazine. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> Variety. You know. Or Entertainment Weekly. Entertainment Weekly. Like someone who's got to write down, like, what do I call this thing? I'm mm-hmm. going to call it something based yeah. on what the synopsis and my conversation with the director and right. the producers yeah. is. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really see, like, Sony, like, pushing mm-hmm. the terminology so much. But maybe, to your point, maybe they should at least come up with that so yeah. that when people do inevitably talk about it, they're saying the right thing. Right, because... it was provided by the studio. Because I've heard the word reboot used interchangeably with sequel. Yeah. And, 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 and so, like, at least soft reboot implies that there's some effort to say it's in this universe. Yes. Which I think every Hollywood executive wants to avoid saying when they're not talking about a superhero property because they're like, oh, no. I'm not, like, if, if, you know, if we're making a sequel to, like, Practical Magic... <laughs> I don't want to talk about the practical magic universe. <laughs> you know, I just want to say we're, we're bringing back Nicole Kidman. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to make a sequel. There are definitely directors and writers who don't want to be constrained by what came before. Right. But they're also, but that's, but the studios all want to make money off of the nostalgia from what came before anyway. Right. Uh, and, the, and the thing is like they're, whatever they're making that yeah. is derivative, which is 90% of what is made now naturally for good or bad. Yep. Uh, whatever they're doing, they're going to try to find the right balance yeah. of nostalgia and continuity yep. and everything. So you're going to see a whole spectrum of stuff because sometimes they're going to decide that they need to throw away everything. Yes. Sometimes they're going to decide that, that they need to keep which, as much as possible. Which I think and, is a remake. A yeah, remake a is remake. throw it all out, yeah. do it again. That's a remake. Start over. And that's what Hollywood used to do. Like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Really wanted the Chocolate Factory? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's not part of the Chocolate Factory universe. <laughs> It's not a. It's not like Johnny Depp is is Willy Wonka's son. Yeah. Nor is it really a reboot. No, because it's, it's it actually, wasn't a franchise to begin with. Well, it's also an adaptation of the Roald Dahl book. Right. So really, it's not even a remake. It is an. Uh, it is a new adaptation of the original yeah. source material. Yeah. And 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 and, and, and Hollywood's very familiar with the term adaptation. Mm-hmm. So yes. for and that, like the Great Gatsby. There's like four of them. Right. And and no one's going like, well, where does this fit in the Gatsby verse? <laughs> Like, no, so did the other great Gatsby happen? <laughs> like, did we have the one with Robert fucking Redford? No. 
it's it's we're doing it again all right we're doing it again yeah. like oh yes and and, and I guess it's <laughs> it, it never really came up before. Even they've been doing it since they've made movies. Yeah, I guess because, because there was now, enough distance between them that everyone knew. Well, that just and doing it Hollywood again. was like, well, when we want to bank on the nostalgia of a movie from the twenties or forties, we're just gonna do it again. Yeah, we're not gonna. No one's asking if it's part of the same universe <laughs> or if we're gonna bring Cary Grant back or anything right. like that. But now we're in that time, yep. so it's time to start like. Yes. clinging to those terminologies yep. and using them properly as opposed to interchangeably because you're going to confuse people. Yeah. Or you're going to be deliberately confusing people because like you're a deceptive company like Sony. You know what? <laughs> you know what, Sal? You should write the Bible. You're, they're not going to take it. And then have these companies hire you right. to do their language for how right. they talk about Right. They're like, oh, movies. no, no, no. What you're making here is a sequel. It's yeah. not a... It's not here, a re use this. Here's your notes. Here's, Here's your, your notes. talking points for this movie. Yep. You talk about it this way. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that because, like, even I've said, like, a remake is when you do it over again. A reboot used to mean that you were starting over again. With something that has a continuity. Yes. So but, like, something that already had more than one movie, maybe. Yes, you're rebooting it. Yeah. So it's like Terminator Genesis is a reboot of the Terminator franchise. Yes. As opposed to the other three, which could be considered a sequel. Yeah. Even though those are also totally different and star different people. Right. So maybe that's a certain kind of sequel. Right. But, like, then you got Requel, which I think I've only, like, I don't hear very often ever. Yeah. I just like using it because it's, like, really fun. Yeah. Because it, because it also says very specifically what you're doing. Yes. Like, Superman Returns is a Requel. Yes. And they were like, what is, what is this? Like, well, we want to honor. And I remember Brian Singer being like, well, we want to honor what came before. And we're using the continuity from the first two. But we're going to throw away those two other ones. But, like, you also had to be careful and not say, because those people are still alive who made those movies, mm -hmm. that they're dog shit. So it's like, you got to be careful with that. And you're like, no, no, no just use yeah. the terminologies and then yeah. people can draw their own conclusions. So it's like Margot Kidder, when she was like, to be like, what? This is a requel. That means that what I did in four didn't happen anymore. Yeah. I have an objection, but it takes just a few months to find that out. Like, but yeah, I digress. I, I but again, I've, but I use these terms and people are like, um, no, because there's like interpretations of those yeah. terms. And I'm like, that's why. That's the, annoying. Because I'm not in a, bi a legally binding authority on pop culture. Right. So like, but. So because. And neither are they, but like, at least they're making it. They could at least like say what terms they're using. Yeah. So that. Well, okay. Yes. However. Well, they need to get a consulting firm who knows what they're doing because they don't. Well, they can't be trusted. And just to take the studio's point of view for a second here. Mm -hmm. What do I care if some asshole on the internet tells Sal he's wrong when he uses. Well, that's true. Like. To them, it's like, I don't fucking care. Right. Whether people have confused about it or not. Yeah, well, we've already got it. Well, because we, well, that's why we need the card. Just a little, a little laminated 3x5 index card. Yeah. It has all the terms and, like, and examples, e.g. It would make it easier for those of us who are talk, trying to talk Big about time. your upcoming movies that you presumably want us to talk about if you could be uh, provide a consistent framework. That's what I'm saying. Within which to discuss it. Agreed. Yeah. So, you know. But uh, maybe but someone should write like a Wikipedia article I'm about sure all these terms. I wonder if there's a TV tropes or Wikipedia about them. Yeah, where we could like say like, "Hey, everybody, this, this is, is the what article we're all gonna use." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just steamroll ahead and use this link every yep. time I'm talking about it, yep. and stop bothering to correct to correct me every comment that corrects me. I'm just gonna link the article. Link to the article. Yep. <laughs> and we should just do that. Uh, that doesn't exist. We should write that. <laughs> and put it online. Yes. And be like, there, it's the definitive guide. Yes. And call it the definitive guide. Oh, and I, every movie that comes out, you slot it into yep. one of Oh, here things. it is. So it's a list of every movie ever <laughs> every made movie and where, made. It, where it falls on the yeah. requel, sequel, reboot, seboot yep. chart. Yes. Spectrum. Right. Yeah. You know there's going to be outliers because, like, yeah. is, is 
his alien covenant. What the fuck? Well, some of them might have multiples. Yes. You know? Yeah. The, it falls. Well, TV tropes are that too, where it's like this movie or fran- or comic or book is has all of these things mm-hmm. a- associated with it. But no, like you need to have like a, a label. So yeah. Man comic. Hey guys, new to the channel. Top five superheroes. Uh, Batman, Spider-Man. I, I'm a big, like, you know, Philistine. So it's like Spider-Man, Batman are my two favorite superheroes. Right. And then there's everyone Superman, else. Superman. Uh, you know. And then it's like Daredevil, I guess. And uh, mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> and then it just, and then it's ever. Uh, I guess I sort of like them all. <laughs> I guess I like all of them, except for like Guy Gardner, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Right. Maybe. There's probably a few you don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more. It's easier for me to list the ones I don't like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I U.S. agent for everyone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I like Batman. Uh, he's probably number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, it gets tough. Right. I like Superman. I like. Thing. I, I think you like yeah, the idea. Superman's of Superman. definitely. I I have a lot of respect and reverence for Superman. Yeah. As a character. Um, you have an idea of who he is. Like yeah. And there's a few specific usages of him that I really like that are among some of my favorite comics and movies. Yes. So I guess yeah, he would have to be on there. That, that's why it took me a long time for me to actually put him on my list yeah. because I'm like, oh wait, I actually care about what happens to him. Yeah. So I guess he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Uh, after that, ugh, it gets tough. Yeah, uh, it's really just like certain one-off depictions that like I really like. Like I really liked the Wonder Woman movie, but yeah. I can't say she's one of my favorite superheroes. I don't know that much about her. No, and it's like you could literally like you you could you could list your favorite Wonder Woman comics. You couldn't. Yeah, no, not even close. Uh, another one, Jessica Jones. Right. I really dig that character on the Netflix show. Yeah, I haven't read the comics. I can't really say she's one of my favorite. No, superheroes. you might. Well, you would love the comics. I probably they're, would. Yeah, they're a little bit better than the than the show. Okay, well, certainly better good. than season two. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that, that's not all five. But uh, but yeah, welcome to the channel and thanks for checking us out, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Irius says, love the Ethan episodes. Also, DC animated commentary sound good, but what about Spawn? <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If, 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 but if, it's got to be on a thing. It's got to be on a platform. It's got to be available. Yeah. I think HBO owns that or something. I don't know. But, I, mean, I have HBO Go. I'll check and see if it's on there. Good idea. I don't think it's on there. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, but I got to tell you, man, like, if, if Savage Screen, which is our show where we do commentaries, like, blew up, I'd be like, oh, yeah, next. Like, Mm-hmm. We do them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but like it, it didn't. You know, no. so we'll see what happens. But like, I'd like to try and make more because mm-hmm. uh, there's so much. And I worked out. I was trying to work out something with DC to be like to do just DC universe shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but it looks like that's not going to happen. I could do it on my own. I don't need sure, their, sure. I don't need their fucking opinion or, right, or, or approval yeah. to do it. But uh, but it would be nice to like get a. Tip it would have worked better for both parties. That's the thing. If it was uh, <clears throat> some kind of arrangement, but all right. Yeah. But uh, from there, I guess we want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us and watching. Uh, Ethan, thank you so much for joining me again. Thanks for having uh, me. Good conversation, yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next time with another episode of Elseworlds every Wednesday, usually after 5, but like, or no, be, around after 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to give a special thank you to our Super Chatters who sponsored today's episode. We're lucky to have you. Thank you so much for all your generosity and your great comments and questions and for keeping this conversation going. Um, if you uh, if you like Twitch and video games, go to twitch.tv slash TV and watch Tiffany play uh, The Fallen Jedi Order. Yeah. Jedi Fallen Jedi Order? Jedi Fallen Order. It's the new Star Wars game. <laughs> <laughs> but a Jedi, that there's no friggin' way he makes it at the end because yeah. like it's set between before A New Hope. He doesn't help Luke. Maybe he, so. maybe he goes to a planet and sits alone. Like yeah, Yoda. like Yoda did. Maybe. No. But go check it out. No, uh, he, but he must die. 
he has he must die. <laughs> I well, remember being like, why do I remember like with those prequels? I'm like, well, they're all gonna die though. They they can't. None of them help Luke. Yeah, I'm trying to remember now what happens at the end of Force Unleashed two to the character because so I'm like well they didn't kill him wait did they kill him I really don't they remember they killed him at the end of the first one yes and then they like then oh, they, then they cloned him a thousand they cloned times him and then they cloned his girlfriend too uh, she died too uh, no she didn't did she die I don't think she died or she was in his head no she died did she die in the first one yeah. oh well she's in the second one but she wasn't I know. cloned I don't think I don't even remember I don't know well anyway anyway I, I, I could see where they're just like oh no 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 uh, who knows what happens to her right well I guess you'll find out another day yeah. Maybe in a book. He doesn't join the rebellion. I mean, I assume he couldn't possibly, like, yeah. and not die. You know, like, so it must be that either he dies. Right. Or he goes away. Or he goes away. And he gets stranded there. Yeah. <laughs> Those but are anyway, options. But it's yeah, a fun game. I'm sure it's fun. <laughs> yeah. The droid is the best part. There you go. But, uh, yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks a lot for watching. And uh, later tonight, we'll release back issues. It's after the stream. Like, after Tiffany's stream. Then we'll cool. release that. So, stay tuned. It's a lot of fun. Uh, that's it. All so right. long. Thanks for watching. <laughs>